Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about Morbius, which is the new... I really don't want to say Marvel Cinematic Universe movie because it, it, it really kind of throws everything off. And with all this, you know, timeline and, and multiverse type shit, it's a new Marvel movie. It's, 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 it was released by Sony. It stars Jared Leto, Matt Smith, Jared Harris, and um, uh, it's about the... Um, it's no, it, I think it's kind of like Venom. I, I guess Sony wanted to make all these, like, Spider-Man... Uh, these Spider-Man villains, you know, into their own movie, you know, uh, like, um, they did, uh, they did Venom already, and now they're gonna do Morbius, and, um, I, I don't know, I, I really don't know what, what the business strategy is going forward, like, I really don't understand, you know, what their thought process is, because, man, this movie, you know what, let's just get into it, um, this movie, uh, I by now I'm pretty sure it's had it's had about four days to kind of you know coagulate with the audience. But hey, it made a couple of it made some money, but the critics have already panned it. Um, but one thing I will say about this movie, it's highly entertaining. I will say that yeah, it's highly entertaining. Jared Leto gives a a damn good performance. I think uh, he is a great actor. He's a he's a he gives a good performance in this movie, and um, I think. Uh, this kind of falls in the same in the same light as the first Venom with Tom Hardy. Like, I think without I don't want to say without the star power, but without the strong performance from the lead actor, this movie's gonna fly run right, right under the radar. You know, it's it's the whole thing. It's the same thing we got with uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds in uh, in in Green Lantern. You know, Ryan Reynolds. It's probably the only good thing about the Green Lantern movie. It's just the the rest of the movie that sucks. Same thing with Tom Hardy, and unfortunately, same thing with Jared Leto. I mean, this movie uh, is. I don't. I don't. I really don't understand. Because like the main thing you're gonna hear me complain about is the 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 behind the scenes stuff. Like the 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 why like questions why Sony continues to make shit comic book movies like yes they have the rights to spider-man to make all the movies but without all but you know unless marvel's involved none of their movies have ever been good like spider-man one and two uh with toby Maguire, those movies were good because sony stayed out of the way once sony got involved with spider-man three then you know it's like all right that movie was a piece of shit Say what you want about Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man or the two amazing Spider-Man films, but none of those movies were good. They were just generic because, you know, Sony wanted to make their own cinematic universe and it didn't work. And then Venom came out. Now, the reason why I think Venom was good, the first Venom, was good. Now, it's not great by any means. It's not a perfect film, but it's good it's enjoyable, it has its flaws, but the reason why it's good is because what the last time we saw Venom on the big screen, it was so terrible and so poorly received that, you know, only Tom Hardy could have made this work, or anybody besides Topher Grace could have made it work, and they did. Um, then Let There Be Carnage came out, and that was just, uh, I don't understand why they did that. Tom Hardy was good in the movie. I think um, Woody Harrelson played a good carnage but it's the rest of the movie and then the idea that that you can tell 
it's it's like Sony doesn't want to make an R-rated movie because they think nobody's going to go see it. But yet movies like Deadpool and Logan have showed us that, yes, people will go see it if it's, you know, done the right way. The same thing with Morbius. Morbius should have been like... Honestly, this movie should have been as dark and cold as... Um, this movie should have been dark, cold, a little bit gothic. You know, it should have been uh it should have been like Blade, like the first Blade anyway. You know, to where it's a setup for something that you know is going to be not necessarily it's going to be a hit, but in your mind, you got you got you're thinking to yourself like, you know what? I could see this potentially being its own franchise. That should have been the mindset going into Morbius because like they did with Venom, you can make your own franchise out of that. You can kind of step away from what was going on with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But because everybody's kind of so wrapped up in the multiverse and everybody's so wrapped up in continuity with the MCU and things like that, that we got to be just like Marvel in order to be successful. No, you don't. Just make a good movie and have your own franchise. It's not that hard. I mean, movies, like if you, they did it before Marvel does it and they've done it after Marvel had the success with it. So I really don't understand why uh, Sony keeps making movies like this, knowing that they're not going to be good. And the one that it's like all the things that make those other movies good, they leave out. You know, Morbius should have been maybe not as violent as the first Blade, but it should have been something along the lines of that. Like, come on, how how the hell can you make a movie about an anti-hero that is half man, half vampire, but with no drop of blood? That that doesn't make sense at all. It's like, yeah, let's make Iron Man, let's make uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man movie, but without the suit. Like, wait a minute, you can't, that doesn't make sense. It's called Iron Man for a reason. Morbius is the human vampire but, you know, if he's not allowed to, like, yeah, he kills people throughout the movie, but they don't show anything. They show what's left of the body. They show the bodies just left laying there. And there's hardly any drops of blood. And then to kind of save, you know, to kind of make up for it, he's created this artificial blood. And it, I was like, dude, this is not, this is nowhere near what the movie should have been. Now, don't get me wrong. The movie is entertaining. It has the moment, it has elements of horror suspense it has elements of it has all the trappings and trimmings of a marvel origin movie but at the end of the day you know you're not going to remember it it's not it's not memorable you know what i mean it's not going to stand out the way the first iron man did the way the first guardians of the galaxy did the way i mean even the movies like before the mcu it's not going to stand out like the first x-men it's not going to stand out like the first Spider-Man. It's not going to stand out. Hey, say what you want about Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider. I love that first Ghost Rider. The second one was a piece of shit, but the first one was actually highly entertaining. But Morbius should have been darker. It was dark. It should have been darker. It had its moments of, you know, of like, you know, horror, violent. It, there should have been more. You know, he's, Jared Leto's performance is what kind of carries you throughout the entire movie. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Wolf with, uh, uh, Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer, kind of some, that the story that happens in that movie, kind of the same thing that happens in Morbius, you know, Jack Nicholson gets infected with the werewolf virus and, you know, has to live out the rest of his days as a vampire, as a werewolf to whereas, um, Dr. Michael Morbius is just kind of you know he's born with a 
uh, with a rare blood disease. And, you know, unfortunately, he does find a cure at the cost of his own life. And he's got to live with the disease throughout the entire movie. Now, this movie was good until they tried to connect it to the Spider-Man universe. And it's like they don't even know which universe they're going to tie him to. Is it going to be Tom Holland's Spider-Man? Is it going to be Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man? Is it going to be fucking Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man? Yeah, Michael Keaton's in it, but he's only in it. That he, they, they moved him so... All the scenes that you see in the trailer with Michael Mor- with uh, Michael Morbius and Adrian Toomes, it's not even in the movie. They brought something completely different for the end credit scene. And it's like, okay, we're going to have a, a team of villains uh, team up and try to take out Spider-Man. Now, one thing I will say... And I'm pretty sure it, this is not a spoiler because it's in the it's in the trailer, but when he says we should hook, you know, we should uh, keep in touch. That's still in, that's that's not in the movie. It's in the after. It's in the end credit scene, and they're basically trying to do once again set up a Sinister Six movie. But Morbius is not one of the Sinister Six. I mean, I don't think at least I don't think he is. Uh, but you know he. Vulture mentions Spider-Man. He says, I don't know how I got here, but I know it has something to do with Spider-Man. And Morbius's reaction is he kind of knows who that is. They make reference to Venom, you know, when they say the incident in San Francisco. That's where the the first two Venom films take place and uh, and things like that. But it's like when you try to tie all these different universes together, and yes, we've established that there is a multiverse, but you're kind of throwing everything off. Instead of just trying to make a, mo- a good movie and live up to its own. They have to have it all tie in together and make you hyped up for something else. That's not necessarily how it works. The reason why the first Venom worked to an extent is because if you go and watch that movie, there really isn't a mention of anything outside outside of where, of the story that Venom is in. They don't mention the MCU. They mention New York, but that doesn't really, you know, that doesn't really lead to anything. And then the end credit scene, he meets Cletus Cassidy, which is another villain, uh, Carnage. That would have been perfectly fine. I think, in my honest opinion, if if Morbius would have came into the Venom into Venom's universe, wherever whichever universe he is at at the time, that would have been cool. Or give him his own, like give him his own post credit scene. Like Morbius should like 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 you know set him up for the for the future or shit. Have um, the you know everybody knows that Mercurial Ali is going to be the new uh, 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 Blade. Why not have Blade appear? You know the rumor is that Blade made his appearance at the end of Eternals. That's his voice at the end of that movie. But you know I you know, I'm still iffy about that. You know if he would have been perfect for the Blade universe. There's also the rumor that the original ending of the first Blade did feature the character Morbius. Um, I know if you go up on YouTube and look up original ending of Blade 1, it shows that ending scene where Blade's on the rooftop talking to that woman and he says, make me a better serum and things like that. But there's another version where he says that and they look over his shoulder into the sunlight and there's a guy out on, the, uh, on, the, on another skyscraper with his long coat and the long black hair blowing in the wind. You know, supposedly that's Morbius. And, but I don't know. Uh, I really don't know this whole multiverse and trying to make everything connect together is really kind of fucking up these comic book movies because now everything's got to stay together. Everything's got to be connected. Everything's got to be. I was like, dude, come on. Like, we, we don't need all the universes to come together. 
more i think because the way i see it now that we've gotten to where spider-man is at like i think we could retcon what happened in venom 2 where he gets pulled into our universe because to be honest i don't i really don't think that makes sense i would have tom hardy's tom hardy's venom jared leto's morbius already take place in the new universe that tom holland has created once he realized once he got to the point and got Doctor Strange to erase everybody's memory, that should have been the moment where, okay, cool, let's go out and get some fresh new faces. Let's go at let's let's bring in Tom Hardy's Venom. Let's bring in Jared Leto's Morbius. What a great way to start, you know what I mean? You know, you could even do you could still do, you know, carnage along the way and things like that, because technically, you know, if if we're gonna go off that F off of that out if we're going to go off of that outcome that we got in let there be carnage he didn't die you know yeah he got his head bitten off but you can always put the the carnage symbiote into somebody else and if he is from another an alternate dimension you know but like i said if we retcon that we got to do a lot of you know damage control stuff and i really don't want to do that but unfortunately sony has no idea what they're doing i don't i really don't think sony should be making any more comic book movies because they they obviously don't know how they, the reason why, like I said, the reason why Spider-Man 1 and 2 were good was because they let Sam Raimi make the movie. The reason why they had five, you know, fucking bombs at the box office, it, it, that, that should tell you that they, they don't really, they, they need to get out of the comic book movie business, you know what I mean? Stick to Men in Black, stick to Ghostbusters, stick to Jumanji, or stick to, you, stick to what you know. Like, if they want to make another, you know, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, that's completely fine. Animated movies can go farther along because they don't have to worry about continuity and containing, uh, you know, uh, there's not a, a, a cinematic universe for animated films. Yes, Warner Brothers and DC do a fine job of doing that, but, you know, that it's, it's, you can get away with it with animation. If they want to make you know, seven different, you know, across the universes and have all different versions of Spider-Man and all the villains that he has in that Miles Morales universe, that is totally fine. I'm looking forward to Across the Universe Part 1. I thoroughly enjoyed uh, Into the Spider-Verse. I think Sony should focus on the animated series, focus on their animation because that's where their greatness lies. They can get away with it. They, they don't have to worry about continuity. But as far as live action goes, give that stuff to Marvel. You see the success that they had when Marvel took over. Sony got took all the credit for the Tom Holland trilogy, which is perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But the problem should have been, out of all, if you look back at the five movies, Spider-Man 3, The Two Amazing Spider-Mans, Venom 1 and 2, and now Morbius... Those movies are entertaining to an extent, but they're not going to give you the revenue that Marvel's got. And if you look at the success that Marvel had with Tom Holland as Spider-Man, that should honestly tell you that the move that they should take over this entire. They should be the ones running the entire Marvel comic book, you know, media. Everything should go through Marvel. I don't understand why everybody's kind of holding. I don't understand why Sony's holding on to it. You know, they got other franchises they can build around. Now, if they want to keep making Into the Spider-Verse, that is completely fine. They can, they can keep that. They can keep that. They can keep going based on that. Make their own universe based on an animated series. Um, but Jared Leto, the Morbius movie... Uh, I, I, I put it to you like this. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was entertaining, even though the... Even though the storyline was a bit generic, 
Uh, it's formulaic. It's predictable. You kind of see what's coming around. Jared Leto is probably the saving grace of the movie. Um, it had elements of uh, it had elements of horror. You know, I you know, like I said, I can't. I can only give so much good praise to a bad movie that you know eventually I run out of good things to talk about. Um, uh, I'm a, basically, this movie should have been a lot better. It's entertaining, but it could have been better. It should have been better. It should have been the start of something new, basically. Like Sony's trying to start over and over again, but they keep messing up because they have to tie everything together, not realizing that they really don't actually have to just make a good movie don't tie it to any universe and make a make you you can set up a foundation for something that's already there venom venom with tom hardy morbius with jared leto and then when you finally get to a point make the deal with marvel and then put them in tom holland's universe don't worry about this cross universe bullshit anymore you know i think as good as no way home was as fantastic of a movie that is we don't need to have all these things tying together and um it could work in its own universe but it's got to stay in the in the continuity of where we started we started with tom holland homecoming far from home no way home and then at the end of no way home we basically reset everything so coming out of no way home post Spider Tom Holland's next film should be in the same context of Jared Leto's Morbius and Tom Hardy's Venom. That's base you've already set up the foundation there. You didn't have to tie it all together, but since you did, you back yourself into a corner and you're probably going to drop the ball if you make the movie on your own and not let Marvel help you. So I'm telling you right now, Sony, get the shit together because at this rate you're going to lose Spider-Man. You see Fox already lost their stuff. You're you're next on the fucking hit list if I'm being completely honest. But anyways, guys, overall, Morbius was entertaining. It could have been a lot better. Jared Leto is an amazing actor. He gives a good performance in this movie particular, but he's done better movies outside of this. This was just a fun like if I would to be honest, go see the movie in the theater. It's worth it's worth the price of admission. You'll have fun. You'll enjoy it. If you've never heard of Morbius or if you've never seen none of the Spider-Man movies, I think you might enjoy it. But if you're keeping up with the timeline and everything like that, you're probably going to be left wondering where the hell is this going. So overall, I'd give it like maybe a, either a 6.5 or a 7 out of 10. You know, it's not all that great, but it is fun if you've never if you if you if you're an average moviegoer. Definitely go check it out. If you're a fan of Jared Leto or if you're a fan of the comic book, I would definitely go check it out. Um, uh, but that's going to do it for today's episode. Uh, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, Pandora, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Make sure you follow the Madhouse 21 on Twitter and Instagram. Tell me what you guys thought about um uh, the movie Morbius. Tell me what is your favorite movie with Jared Leto? What do you guys think that Sony's future is as far as making comic book movies? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? Are they going to give Spider-Man and all his characters back to Marvel, or are they going to, you know, you know, be petty and try to hold on to it as long as they can until they too go out of business? Whatever, whatever you guys think, be sure to let me know on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, make sure you follow the podcast for more episodes. <clears throat> 
as they come out. Uh, we just did more. Uh, Morbius is already out, so be go go check that out. I believe this weekend I am gonna go see. I'm taking my kids to go see uh, Sonic Two, so really excited about that. My kids have talked my ears off about it. They love the first one, so I'm kind of excited. Looking forward to the second one. Uh, I do have episodes coming out for uh, for uh, TV series. Uh, I got one for Bel Air on Peacock. I got one for Pam and Tommy on Hulu, and then of course I got Moon Knight on uh, on um, uh, Disney Plus. And I'm trying to get everything in between. You know, I know there's a, a couple of movies that dropped on Netflix and on Hulu and on uh, Prime Video. So, and if you guys got any, any recommendations for me, you know, hit me up on the social media and tell me all about it. Tell me what you guys think about it and everything like that. But as always, guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness.